playing booch ball. Booch. We playing booch ball. Live on the phone, we got an OG Boochie, Sean Monahan. Sean, welcome to Booch Ball. Thanks for having me, Freed. It's a privilege and an honor. <laughs> it's a privilege and an honor to have you. This episode is a first for Booch Ball. We're talking a little college baseball. And we're excited to have you on here today because you, in addition to being an OG Boochie, were the student manager for the baseball team during your time at Florida State. Uh, what can you tell me about that? What years were you there? So I worked with the team from 2010 to 2013. It was a great experience. You just become friends with a lot of those guys. It's You're around them every single day and becomes a family in a sense. And that's definitely a memory that I'll never forget. How did you get into that? I just reached out to my boss at the time. Like I said, I was hungry to work in the sports field. I obviously wasn't good enough to play in college, but... I wanted to do whatever I could to be a part of the team and working as a student manager, that's essentially as close as you could be. Yeah, I concur. Um, so I actually was the student manager for Miami uh, my freshman year. So that was the 2012 season. So we had some overlap there, uh, you know, before we even knew each other. So Indeed, I think we got the better of you there, Freed. We were rivals back in the day. If I recall correctly, you came into Coral Gables and uh, I think you promptly swept us. If I'm not mistaken, I think we did. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about the canes Knowles baseball rivalry. The rivalry is well known in football, but that translates to other sports too. So who would you say was your biggest rival? You know, that's a good question. When I was there, Florida State's always had a pro- pro- good program. Excuse me. They still do to this day. Florida, man, they just a great program. They always got a little bit better of us than we did them. So I would say Florida, but Miami, they were neck and neck. I don't know if you saw, um, but they actually got 0 for 2 straight out of their own home regional this year. Really? I did not see that. They got absolutely destroyed by the University of Southern Alabama in their elimination game. Lost 19 to 1 to get eliminated from their own regional. Wow. Surprising. Just knowing the state (laughs) that Florida baseball is in. Yeah, um, my only year with Miami, we hosted a regional and got 0 for 2 straight out of our home regional as well. So I guess I know how that feels. That That is, is very hurtful. But to stay on the topic of baseball rivalries, when you were working with the team there, did the team ever get in any brawls? No brawls. We had a little bit of a conflict with UCF, just a little exchange of words, but there was no brawls. It was... Even keeled, I guess, is the best way to put it. Gotcha. Competitive and... I remember we had one incident uh, the season I was working with the Canes. I forget who it was with, but there was one benches clearing uh, some field altercation stuff going on. I stayed in the dugout, of course, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> and Oh, e- even better than that was in 2000. 10 i think with the marlins the marlins had that brawl with the nationals and niger morgan with the um the classic gabby sanchez coming in for a flying clothesline of niger morgan as he was brawling with chris volstad on the pitcher's mound i stayed glued to my stool for that one wasn't trying to get mixed up in there when i was 140 pounds soaking wet i'm surprised you didn't get involved freed 
make your presence felt. <laughs> you know, I, I always wanted to, but the players can get fined for that. I feel like I would have just been fired immediately if I was <laughs> if, if I got in there and started messing with it. But anyway, baseball is different than the other sports and they're kind of double elimination, regional, super regional. For those of you listening who don't know a whole lot about college baseball, the final eight teams always play a double elimination tournament in Omaha, Nebraska every year in what's called the College World Series. Sean, did you guys ever make it to Omaha? Yeah, um, I was fortunate to make it in 2012 we had a really good team that year we lost our first game we ended up winning two games and then we ended up losing again to the eventual winner of the national championship arizona who had a star-studded team also but it was a great experience it was you're the talk of the town essentially it's everyone that's there is there to see the college world series and I remember getting off the bus, and I was just a little student manager. And there's people waiting by the bus, and it made you, made you felt like uh, feel like a big important shot. Important in a sense, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of emphasis all season long in the college baseball world on we want to get to Omaha this year. So what did it mean when you guys finally made it there? It changed the whole sense of the word Omaha. I remember when I started working there, it was always preached Omaha, Omaha, but. Once you finally make it, it makes you, man, I wish we could go back, and I wish everyone could go experience that. I put it up there with the Kentucky Derby and the Masters. It's it's pretty surreal experience. Yeah, that is really cool. That's uh, some great insight there. Were there any notable big leaguers that came off those Knowles teams that you worked with? Yeah, so from that 2012 team, I believe we had four, if not five guys, ended up making it to the majors. The household name is Devin Travis, um, Luke Weaver, John Nagowski, and Brandon Liebrand. And then a couple other guys also. So, you know, Freed, you get that many guys that make it to the show from a college baseball team. Yeah. You're going to have some results. Absolutely. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Devin Travis. I went to middle school with him at uh, Polo Park in Wellington. Yeah, I, I remember you mentioned that. He's a, he's a great player, and you know he's a really good dude. He's genuine, and I actually saw him not too long ago. I ran into him and asked how, how I was, and you could tell he meant it. That's great to hear. So, Sean, now we talk some baseball. Let's get into some booch. You're an OG boochie, and I know that you've had a relationship with kombucha dating back to before the show started. Indeed. I, um, I heard some things. I want to say this is about four, maybe four. Five years ago, I heard some things about kombucha, and just walking the aisles of Publix, I saw it, and I figured I'd give it a shot, and it's an acquired taste. I definitely enjoy it more now than I originally did. It's actually picked up a few of the big bottles from Publix a couple days ago, and I'm already on the second one. Yeah, from what I've heard, you like to take down an entire 64-ounce bottle of GTs in one night. Is that true? It may be a little overkill. To drink the whole bottle at once, but I, I just enjoy it, Freed. If you like it, you like it, right? So what's it's your a, favorite flavor? I'm going to have to go with the GT Watermelon. Okay. I know it's cliche and it's basic, but... No, it's a it good just, flavor. It's, it, it just hits different. It's a good flavor. I actually tried GT's Watermelon mixed with champagne for some watermelon mimosas the other day. It was amazing. You know, I never thought about that, but that's not a bad call. 
Yeah, you may have, you might be on something there, Freed. <laughs> do you ever? I mean, do you stick to GTs mostly, or are you pretty adventurous with your booch? Yeah, you know, I I ventured off and tried some other ones, but I always come back home. I always go to the GT. All right. So Sean Monahan is a GT's boochie for life. Well, Sean, thanks again for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure to have you. You brought some great insight. Thanks for having me, Freed. It's good catching up with you as always, and looking forward to hearing what you and Alex. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. We play him.